The content broadcasted through Swinging Single Podcast is intended for adult audiences and is offered solely for entertainment and informative purposes. The views and opinions discussed may not echo the opinions or perspectives of the podcast creators, sponsors, or associates. Please note that the content in the Swinging Single Podcast is strictly not suitable for individuals below the age of 18. User discretion is advised. Our podcast content should not be taken as legal, professional, or financial advice, and listeners should seek proper advice as required from a qualified professional. Any use of trademarks, logos, and copyrights associated with Swinging Single Podcasts is prohibited without prior written consent. All right, welcome to the Swinging Single Podcast. I'm your host, A.C. Maxwell. On today's show, we'll dive into the electrifying swinging scene in Houston, Texas. Get ready to explore the thrilling world of swinging as we cover the hottest clubs in the city. First up, we have a oldie but goodie, Club Cave, a renowned establishment known for its vibrant atmosphere, the inclusive community, whether you're a seasoned swinger or just dipping your toes into the scene, Club Cave offers a welcoming environment for everyone to explore their desires. The next on our list will be the Pendulum Club, TPC, a premier destination for swingers seeking an unforgettable night out. With its elegant decor and sultry ambiance, the Pendulum Club sets the stage for a night of passion and excitement. I will share my personal experience recounting the thrilling Thursday night spent at a Hinduistic heaven. Moving on, I forget, I cannot forget to mention the night game, a hidden gin nestled within the city's bustling nightlife. This club offers unique twists and swinging, combining it with elements of role-playing and adventure. Prepare to immerse yourself in a world of fantasy and indulgent like never before. Then we have an oldie and a goodie, TMZ. Not to be confused with the famous gossip outlet, it's just another hot spot where swingers gather to explore their desires. With its trendy vibe and energetic atmosphere, TMC provides a perfect setting for adventurous souls to connect and engage in unprohibited adventures. And last but certainly not least, we have Colette's, a staple in Houston swinging scene, known for its upscale setting and specificated clientele. Colette offers a refined experience for those seeking both elegance and passion. Prepare to be captivated by a lure of the, this exclusive establishment. And to wrap up the show, I'll introduce my Twitter girls of the day, those captivating individuals that have caught his attention with enticing profiles and engaging personalities. Get ready to discover some of the most intriguing and alluring Twitter accounts in the swing community. All right, so we are back for another podcast here, Swinging Single. I'm your host, A.C. Maxwell. I hope you had a great weekend. I did. And as you can see in my earlier podcast, I had a quite an adventure. You know, adventures are always good. No matter if they're bad or they're great, they're all good. All right, so today I'm going to talk about, since I'm from I'm living in Houston, Texas, I'm not originally from here, but I moved here for work and all that, all that, so... I'm going to talk about the swinging scene here in Houston, how I navigated it. So, this first step, I'm going to talk about a couple of them have been closed down for a while, but one I really like was TMZ, the Mystery Zone. Uh, I really like this because of, you know, they allow single men in on the weekdays. 
not on Saturdays like most of the clubs here, but well, actually all the clubs here in Houston. But they allow single men in, and they had a it was a great atmosphere. They had a actual porn shop in the uh, club too, so that was pretty cool. You go shopping, buy some girls some lingerie or whatnot, buy condoms and all that. Uh, so, you know, you go there. It's a nice. It's a big club. It has a big front entrance. Uh, the dance floor is big. The dance floor is big. You know, they got plenty of seating, so you don't have to worry about not having a seat. Uh, and in the back, which they, I think they called it the VIP area, you had a couple of rooms uh, with doors so you can lock yourself in, not be bothered by anybody with your play partners. They had an open room, and the open room had couches all around it and one big bed in the middle so you could sit on the couch and watch or join in whatever you wanted to do. And then they had a hot tub. I never went in the hot tub. I always thought it was kind of weird how they would have a hot tub there, but hey, whatever. But I had a lot of success there. Uh, a lot of couples would go there for Thursday night, Friday night, looking for single guys specifically. And it was good. It was cheap to get in. Not that, you know, expensive for a single guy and all that. So they had also stripper poles in the back of the VIP. The VIP is where you wanted to be because that's where all the action would happen. They didn't allow anything to happen out in front, which isn't the norm usually for clubs. So... You know, I would take dates there, go by myself, you know, have some fun and all that uh, and all that. So it was a pretty good time. Unfortunately, they closed down, I think, way before COVID, actually. Something happened. I don't know. I don't want to say anything what happened, but they closed down and it left a hole in Texas swinging scene. At one point, I think we only had one actual club open. I think it was the Pendulum Club was the only one open because Club Cave shut down. I used to work at Club Cave. I used to do the uh, indoor stuff, you know, clean up after couples when they would make a fucking mess and do all that stuff. But I used to you know, sit up, sit upstairs and actually stand upstairs and just wait for people to get done with rooms, clean the rooms up, clean up all the mess they would make and make it ready for the next people to go in. So, But after a while, that place closed down. I don't know why. I think it was something to do with the lease, but and the owners didn't want to deal with it, so they closed down, so they were gone. Uh, TMZ, for a long time, was the only club that was open, so it was fucking... You got a city where you got close to 8 million people living in this fourth largest city in America, and you only had one club. It was pretty packed on Saturday nights, Friday, Saturday nights. Uh, so you had a lot of action going on there uh, during this time. <laughs> I saw one fight there, uh, and it was a single guy being an asshole, like usual. Well, not like usual, but I'm just saying. Uh, he grabbed the girl, touched her. They told her, don't do it again. He did it again, and two of the guys wanted to stomp his ass. Well, lucky, you know, they had good security there, and security security broke it up real quick. So it saved that guy's ass because he was going to get beat up by these two guys, which I would agree with that he had every right. Those guys had every right to beat the shit out of him because of the fact that they were just, he was just an idiot. Don't fuck, just guys, I don't know. Men are the worst, married or single. They're the worst enemies, you know. I've seen couples do some creepy shit too, and they don't get called out for it. So, you know, there are couples out there who are just as creepy as single guys. And you know, if you've been in a lifestyle long enough, you know. So, that was TMZ. Then let's talk about the Club Cave. Like I said, I worked at Club Cave. It was a great place. I mean, this is how I would, if I was Club Cave, this is how I would run a club. 
they don't have any doors on any of the rooms. So when you go upstairs to the play areas, only door there is is a door to the VIP. And they only allow certain people in the VIP. And the VIP is pretty fucking decked out. And I have to tell you, that was a nice VIP room. You had a dome bar. You had your stripper poles. You had your beds. You had all the kinds of stuff. And it was a good size. But the rest of the place, there was no doors. So you couldn't hide any. So you couldn't go alone and be by yourself and not have anybody watch. People are going to see. Well, their, their thinking was, we don't want, we want swingers here. We don't want the amateurs here. I worked the front desk sometimes, and they would tell me if a couple comes in here and they are brand new, they never swung before, just tell them this is not the place for you. I was like, wow, really? He's like, yes. We don't want any drama because they figured, well, the younger couple, well, not the younger couple, but the newer couples bring drama because the communication issues, like I addressed that something happens where, you know, no one's paying attention to the girl, they're all paying attention to the guy, or they're all paying attention to the girl and not to the guy, and the guy's not getting laid, but the girl's got, you know, 12 dicks trying to fuck her and eight pussies trying to fuck her, the guy gets angry, so that happens a lot, so they don't want any of that. Also, they were strict on the dress code, which I appreciate. As a man of elegance, I appreciate a club that actually sticks to the dress code. Like, some of the clubs don't. Certain people get away with it. Certain people don't. But women had to wear heels. If you came in with flats, they wouldn't let you in. We would tell you there's a Walmart, you know, five miles down the road. Go get some heels. And they had a window where, while I was standing, I could see the woman's full body or the couple's full body. I could see the heels if they had heels on. And I had to tell people that they, we don't allow heels. Would they get pissed? Yeah, they would get pissed. But you know what? I, as a experienced swinger, I appreciate that they have a dress code. Because when I go out, I want to see the best of the best. I don't want to see no sloppy son of a bitch uh, running around. I see that now at a lot of these clubs. Now the guys come in, they got blue jeans, they got a t-shirt on, a cowboy hat on. They're looking like a good old boy. But they, you know what? This ain't the good old boy. This is a club. This is, you know, show some elegance, show some class. Because I guarantee you, you pull down those pants, his dick's got fucking hairy all over it. And you're fucking giving this guy a blowjob. You have to have dental. You're getting your teeth clean at the same time. But all the dental floss is going in your teeth, in your mouth. I'm blowing this dude. So I appreciated that. Um, and I tell you what, they had some of the best looking couples come in, you know. I always say there's unicorns and there's unicorns. And the unicorn couple is a couple that are both good looking. And they would get a lot of them in, especially on the holidays, New Year's Eve, Halloween, which I hated working because it was just a fucking drunk fest. People puking everywhere. <laughs> I mean, they'd be puking everywhere. I'm telling they'd be on the dance floor, just vomit and all that, and you have to clean it up and all that. So those are the rough days, which is, you know, this weekend because it's holiday weekend. It's a Halloween weekend. So, you know, you would have that. You meet, and actually working at a club, you tend to meet, I I would recommend for a single guy that's in the lifestyle or trying to get into it, you know, talk to, go see if your club's hiring, go meet with them and see if you can work because that's a good way to meet couples. And you know what? You get a lot of action that way. I got a lot of couple, I got a, quite a few couples invite me over, you know, to their house on a weekday and, you know, play with them. So you know that's a good way to go about it see if you and you also you know sometimes they'll bend the rules i was at i was allowed to come on saturday nights when single men weren't allowed they told me to come on you know but you know what i never i think i did it once but after that i was like nah because my whole thing is i don't want to give off that single male vibe 
I want to be better than the single male that's in the lifestyle. So, you know, I just say, fuck it. I'll just stay away. There's Thursday and Friday nights. So I'll do that then. And I'll have a good time then. So they would have the doors open. And lo and behold, you had a lot of couple swapping, a lot of sex going on. It wasn't, well, we don't like this. We don't like that. People would, once I say you have a fire starter, once one couple that's decent looking or good looking starts fucking, everybody else starts fucking. And that's what every club needs. I need, I mean, I tell these, I want to tell them, go hire a couple, a good looking couple. Don't get an ugly couple. Get a good looking couple and have them go out eight, nine, whatever, 10 o'clock at night, start fucking, just fucking fuck all night long in front of everybody. And that will get people going. And the people won't be here at noon because if you are in Houston and you have been to most of the clubs, you would notice one thing. People really don't start fucking until after midnight. For some odd reason, it's always after 12 o'clock, even 1 o'clock. I've been to Pendulum Club a couple of times, and no one fucked all night. I mean, it's 2 a.m., the club closes at 3. No one says fucked at all. No one's been in the back. They go in the back to see if anyone else is fucking, but none of them want to start fucking because they don't have that fire starter. You need a fire starter couple. And I always tell clubs, clubs get a starter. Get a couple of them. Get two or three couples that are down to fuck DTF go in there fuck out in the open don't fuck in the room fuck in the open so everyone sees it now what's gonna happen is they'll get horny just watching these beautiful people fuck cause that's what people do they get horny when they see beautiful beautiful people fuck they fuck and they fall now either they fuck in the open or they go in the rooms but they still fuck they'll bring other people in and that's what you want that's how you get the people to come back in because there's a lot of action so Unless you want to wait to 12, 1 o'clock, and finally they start, okay, well, I guess I got to start fucking now. But anyways, so Club Cave, you know, closed down a long time ago, too. It's sad. That leaves one club open for all of Houston, you know. Now they have these little pop-up clubs where they're open for a couple months and they close down. There's a shit ton of those that come around, around in Houston all the time. But... You need, if you're going to start a club, you need the financial backing. You know, you can't be fucking around and not have the money because it'll take time to establish. People got to go there. People got to see what the vibe is. Is it our vibe? You know, some people don't like these clubs because the decor or the people that go there and all that. So you just got to, you know, watch out. So. Club Cave was located off Hempstead. It's actually close to where the Pendulum Club in Hempstead is. So it's one of those weird things that that's where things with the swinger clubs end up being. So like I said, Club Cave was good. Too bad it's closed down. You're not going to see it anymore. A lot of action there. You know, I've seen couples have a lot of fun. I've seen me have a lot of fun there after hours. So it was good. So that's Club Cave. Then let's talk about the ones that are open now, that are still open. And the one we'll talk about was the, the Pendulum Club, the TPC, as people would call it. And this club opened up, I think, around 2015. And I remember a Craigslist ad looking for, um, you know, investors. And I kicked myself in the ass today because I should have invested in that. And they were only looking for two grand, but, you know, I was like... The place where they 
opened was a place where three other swinger clubs had been and all failed. So I was like, oh, maybe that's not a good business. Maybe it's the area, whatnot. Although, hold and behold, it's still there. It's going almost, it's eight, nine years now. Going to be 10 years soon. So, shit's on me. But, so, TPC opened up in Hempstead with one location. Today it has two other locations. You got TPC North, which is up off of 95 on, off of Cypress Wood in a, um, you know, located in a shopping strip mall area. Then you got TPC South, which is right across from Hobby Airport. I mean, strictly. You can get off the plane, like I said before, and you can walk across the street and go to a swingers club. So, and they're all great locations. I, Everyone, all of them have something different. TPC to Hempstead is okay for me. It's small. It's the original club. The clientele there um, is I don't I don't like the clientele that go there. I just don't like you know that they'll take your shit when you're sitting down. So, and I mean your alcohol or something like that. They'll sit in your seat. You know, they don't understand I'm busy fucking back there when I come back. I don't want to see a bunch of fucking people sitting at my chair, you know, maybe touching my shit, putting shit in my drink, because you never know. TPC North, I like it. It's it's same. It's not that big, but it's just a little more, the people that go there are a little more friendlier, uh, you know, have a little, a little more class than some of the people. Then you got TPC South. TPC South would be is where all the good-looking people go, it seems like, because every time I go there, Jesus Christ, there's so many good-looking people. And I'm not like fucking guys, too. I'm like, Jesus Christ, usually that's one, you know, I'm like, is this, I guess this is where all the good-looking people go. So what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> so TPC South is the good-looking area. So if you want good-looking couples, I would recommend going to TPC South, but you're not going to go wrong going to any of them. TPC Hempstead, you know, it looks like Mardi Gras. It has a new, or to me, a New Orleans vibe with the decor and all that. Uh, it costs for a single guy to get in over a hundred bucks, which I think, I'm, hopefully, they'll raise it someday. Now you might be asking, why do you want it raised? You got to pay that. I go, listen, I would rather pay a high fee and have less uh, dirt bags come in because when they have a lower fee, more dirt bags come in, and and dirt bags, I mean single guys that go to swinger clubs. Now. There's a difference between a single guy and a single swinger guy. A swinger guy is about the connections and about the sex and all that. He's not there just for himself. He is there and understands he has a role to play. When a couple invites him in, he is the third will. He is not the main player. The wife is the main player. The husband is the main player. You're just supporting the, you're so, you're the supporting actor in this play. Single men that go there are just there to get laid because usually they're pretty fucking stupid and they can't get laid outside the goddamn club, which is crazy because you got Bumble and Tinder, which girls put pretty much put out without even fucking meeting you. They'll tell you to come over to their house and fuck them. I'm like, and you can't get, you got to pay a hundred bucks when you could just pay 50 bucks for six months of a membership. I mean, like, come on, people fucking use your brain. And the same thing with North. It has the New Orleans vibe and all that. It, it's a good, decent size. So, you know, 
you can't go wrong with any of these clubs, really. I'm going to tell you that right off. Any club I talk about, you can't go wrong. It's just what you're looking for, what you want. You want couples, you know, you go anywhere. You want single guys, depending on what you want, you know, what type of single guys you want, different club to go. And that's what you have to do. You have to go. I would go to every single one of them. I just want to go to one. TPC South is more modern. It's not, it has a real nice modern touch. It has areas where you can take pictures, uh, off, I think, no, yeah, I think only TPC North and TPC South has areas where you could take pictures. The Hempstead location, I don't think they have a place where you could take pictures because of the fact that it is small, uh, that they have, they can't really take anything away without fucking up the whole vibe of the place. So if you want to take pictures, North or South is a place to go. TPC South is the one that's really built up, that's really modern and looking. And nice, good size. Got a good size dance floor, good size seating, great seating, and a lot of play uh, uh, area, a nice big play area in the back. Now you got to go walk through to get to the bathroom. You got to go through the play area. So every time you got to go to the bathroom, you get to see some action. So if there's action to be had. So have fun there. That's TPC South. So... Uh, let's see what else we got. We got uh, Colette's, which is one of my favorites because of the fact that they charge a lot more for single guys and you don't get a lot of bums there. You get some good looking guys there because I want when I take a girl, I want I take my swing partner. I want her to be with men. So I want some good looking guys. I don't want no trashy ass people. So I really want some good looking guys. So I appreciate Colette's. It's modern and has an upstairs VIP area. Uh, the back has a shower, a huge ass shower. You can have 40 people and have a one big fucking orgy in the shower. You have one, about six to eight rooms that you can use privately where you don't have to worry about anybody bothering you. You have a porn theater. If you, that's your type of thing, you want to watch porn, get a blowjob, get fucked. You have people watch you fucking. That's fine. They have a group area where they have a one-way mirror where you can see in but you can't see out so the people can see into the playroom while you're playing but you can't see them so you don't know who's watching you and you don't get any stage fright gentlemen so colette's is a really nice place the dance floor is you know i don't know what the dance floor is it doesn't look like they have much of a dance floor but people are dancing and they'll dance by the chairs and all that so i don't really think they need one they got some nice furniture there nice it looks you know upper class type of thing uh, do got pay for everything though that's the only drawback a lot of these other clubs they don't charge for setups like coke or juices or anything like that but you know colette's does they charge for that so that's one downside to colette's but like i said it ain't gonna hurt me to pay a little more money I already paid 150 bucks three dollars for a coke ain't gonna kill me all right so and you get on saturday night okay saturday night is the night really that is the party. They get a lot of people on Saturday nights. If you want to go Friday nights, unfortunately, they don't get a lot of people. And I don't know why. I'm still trying to figure out why they don't get a lot of people on a Friday night. Because it is Friday night, right? You got eight close to 8 million people living in the city of Houston alone. Why can't they get anybody? Well, there's a couple. Well, I think one reason is the market is saturated. We now have, let's see, one. We got four or five clubs now in the city of Houston that you can pick from. Before, like I said, at one time, the Pendulum Club was the only club you could go to. And you go on a Saturday, Friday night, if you didn't get there by 10, 9.30, 10 o'clock, you couldn't get a seat. That's how bad it was. It was like fucking packed. But it also led to good things because a lot, you know, people are, you know, talking to each other, having fun. So, uh, 
so Colette's doesn't get a lot of people on Friday. Thursday nights too. I think they're open Wednesday. I don't think I think they have a. If you come Wednesday, uh, you might want to try this. Go Wednesday, and I think they give you a free pass to another day. Now I don't know what day it is. I don't know if it's for single men or just couples only. Usually, I'm thinking it's only for couples only, so because they make the most money off of us, so I don't think they would give us a free pass. But it's something that worth check out. If you're a single guy, check it out. If you're a couple, check it out because you know what. You go on a Wednesday night, you just go there to drink, have fun, go fuck in the back, don't worry about hooking up with anybody, you're good. You get a free pass. So you save 100 bucks on a Saturday night or a Friday night when you ever go. Doesn't That sounds like a win-win for me. And the people that do go there are sexy as hell, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen some, oh man, I just wish... I just wish I was six feet tall. I wish I had six, six, six guys because I would just be having one hell of a time because all these people, these couples come in there and damn, boom, they're ready to play. And the taller the guy, the better chances you are, the shorter the guy, well, not so much, all right? So that's my downfall being a five foot eight guy here. You don't got that six, six. You got six inch cock, but you know, I don't got the six foot. And I'm not the six-pack abs. I probably never will be six-pack abs, no matter how much I work out. I lost a ton of weight over the past year since moving back to Houston. So, you know, it's looking good. But, you know, I still get mine. But that Colette's is a very – I would take my girl to Colette for a first time because it's high class and it looks really modern. And the security there is good. The management there I think is superb, you know. I don't have no problem calling them out when they give me the bullshit. I went there one time, and people were on their phone in the back, and he didn't say anything to them. And I'm on my phone, and they say something to me, and when I'm just checking, you know, I'm hiding it. I got it in my jack coat jacket, so no one, so no one would think I'm taking photos of them or anything like that. And he came up and said something to me, so I said something back, cause, you know, as a single guy, I get there, I get treated like shit. You know, I understand why, but you know what? When someone else does it, you better call them out too. And the manager came over, and he was a good dude. He came, yeah, I understand, but, you know, we're not supposed to have them. And I understand they didn't, but it's okay, you know, no problems. Just don't have it out anymore, and I'll talk to them. And if I see them again, I talk to them. And he did. He talked to them when they had their phones out again. And I think they were recording shit, too. So that's another bad thing because I don't, you know, this is a discreet lifestyle. This ain't nothing where a lot of people don't post about it. And I, I met some swingers where they tell their kids they fucking do this stuff. I'm like, oh, no, no, not me. My son will never know until the day I'm dead when he's cleaning up my house <laughs> and he'll find all my shit or looking at my computer. But no, 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 no one's going to know this is discreet for me. So that's Colette's. And the last one I think we're going to talk about is TNG which is called The Night Game, which which is funny because in the same strip mall where TMZ was, TNG opened up there. They're down a bunch of stores down to the left or to the right, whichever way you're facing. But if you're facing the strip mall to the left, it's all the way down to the end of the strip mall instead of being where TMZ. Now, I thought I would, I would have, uh, you know, opened up where TMZ was, but I guess they didn't want to. But okay, whatever. So TM, I like TNG. It's a no fuss, get in, pay your fee, get in, and have fun type of place. You know, I have a punch card. They actually give you a punch card. So after so many times, you get a free admission. 
you know, I just hand them the punch. They ask me, have you been here before? I go, yes. And I hand them my punch card and they take my money and boom, I'm gone. They don't make me have an ID. They don't do any of that bullshit stuff like all the other clubs do. So, you know, you go in there. They have a nice place where you can take pictures and all that. They got two places. And it's nice, big. It's, it's big. A lot of seating. So you ain't going to have any problem with any seating. Uh, dance floor is huge. DJ, well, sometimes a DJ. The times I've been there, haven't been a lot of people dancing now. I don't know if it's because of the music they play. But the DJ responsibility is to get people on that dance floor. And it's not happening. The times I've gone. Uh, so... Fix the music, TNG. Come on. Uh, they got a bartender. You don't pay for setups. You get a doll on the house with the fee that you pay. So you don't have to do any of that. So you got that. And that's at the very far. And they have snacks, which is always nice to have after a good session of fucking. It's always good to have some snacks. So they have some snacks there. Now, they're not open out in the open where, you know, anybody can walk by, cough, and then all that, and get their germs on it. It's in the packages and all so that so you just take one they got chips and all that so bathrooms are in the back and they have the rooms to if you when you walk in they're to the left they got it a couple of i think five regular rooms with doors they have themes in there too so which is nice then they have the big playroom where it's open uh right there at the end of the hall or at the beginning of the hall depending on where you're at they have couches they have beds in the middle, then they have another part where there's four beds uh, that you can use to occupy the play. Though usually those are the most busy on a Saturday night. That's the most busy area after a certain time, 11, 12 o'clock. You know, usual for some reason it's everywhere. Something in the Houston water makes people don't want to screw until after midnight. So I don't know. So you got all those areas. It's a nice place. Good people that go there. Now I like. As a okay, so looking at the people that go there, I like it because it seems to be a little more my type of crowd where it's the average everyday Joe, you know, just looking to have some fun. Uh, you get all types of bodies there. Now, you do get little thicker ones. I like the thick ladies, so it's nothing. So it's a lot of love for me, man. If you got a nice, you're a nice thick lady, give me a call. I'm, a, I'm down for whatever, you know. So you get a lot of those there. People are a little more friendlier, have a little better attitude sometimes. So towards a single male. Now remember, this is all from a single male perspective. This is not from a couple's perspective. I'm talking about single guys. So they could be TPC, Colette's. They could be great when you're a couple. But as a single guy, sometimes it's not that great. But at TNG, I haven't had any negative experience. If I say hello to someone, they say hello back. Now, do we engage in a long conversation? No. We don't, but they respond back, in which is something that's very respectful, and I like that because I'll go to places, I'll say hello, and I'll be smiling, and I just look like, what the fuck, who is this guy, and why is he talking to us, type of vibe from them. So, you know, it's always nice when you have a place where you can say hello, talk to someone, and not be treated like shit. Okay, so that's the TNG. Let's see what else we have. We got to talk about the Twitter girls. I got one, actually just one, one for today. Okay, the Twitter girl I picked for today is Amber at MBSXX2023. That's at A-M-B-S-X-X-2023. 
XX2023. She's an extremely spicy content creator and OnlyFans girl. Top 6% of all creators. BB dogging queen come loving extra business. And what's awesome is she is from over the pond over in Great Britain in the United Kingdom. And she's nice. She's got her thick body, which I love. You know that if you listen. She loves fucking. She films it all. She's got some dogging. Now, if you don't know what dogging is, dogging is where you're out in the car and fucking. And I want to go to England and do this because it's very big. It's a big thing in England. Or I think actually in Europe, too, where people will go to rest stops and wives would sit their ass out and guys would come up there and fuck them. Kind of like a porn theater, but without the porn. So she's got all kinds of videos. And she's in the top six percent so you might want to check this girl out. She loves all colors. You know, there ain't one Pacific color she's into. Uh, and it looks like she likes to go raw, too. So bareback. So I don't know if that's safe, but hey, whatever. It's not me. So you want to go check out Amber at AMBSXX2023. And I think that's going to do it for today. Um, I talked about the Houston Swing lifestyle. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. You go try it out yourself. Remember, everybody has a different experience. It's not always going to be the same experience. All right? You'll have different experience, especially if you're a couple. You'll have a different experience than I do. Single guys, you might have a different experience. You might be 666, you know. You might have the six-pack abs, six feet tall, and six-plus-inch cock. So you might have all that, okay? So go and enjoy. Pay that money. Listen. I mean, you could always make more money, but the memories you're going to have doing this stuff will last a lifetime are priceless, okay? So thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Swinging Single Podcast. I'm your host, A.C. Maxwell. So stay tuned for more exciting discussion and insights into the world of swinging. And for that, ladies and gentlemen, keep on swinging and have a wonderful week.